Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 75 of Secrets of Shadowloo, and this is the climax of Tourist Trap, an adventure for street fighters who come to Barcelona desiring only to street fight and are waylaid by the crafty world warrior Vega into coming to his secluded ninja training camp in the town of Santa Toro to kill a big ugly bull called Diablo that Vega doesn't want and to rescue a diplomat they don't care about named Barachi, whom Bison ordered Vega to kidnap, but whom Vega wants to escape because Vega wants Bison to suck a dick after all these little pranks that Bison has been pulling on Vega. It's all going to plan so far. Vega brought the Street Fighters here. He leaked to them the information about where Barachi is and how to rescue him. He sicked the Street Fighters on Diablo to hopefully kill the bull without Vega taking the blame. And now is the time for the prisoner transfer. It's the Street Fighters' chance to rescue Barachi and finally be done with this whole miserable diversion from street fighting. The only thing left for Vega to make sure of is that he is not punished or blamed for the escape of Barachi. He can blame Diablo's death on the Street Fighters. That's reasonable. Diablo's meant to be this big, tough thing, an unbeatable monster. If the Street Fighters kill him, that's on evil R&D on Riganka. Obviously, they didn't send a strong enough bull. But Vega's team is responsible for delivering Barachi. If the Street Fighters rescue him, that's on Vega. Or is it? There's a name we mentioned a couple of days ago, Felipe D'Aragon. He's an NPC who has no significance to anything going on, really. He was in the corner of the room during Vega's interrogation of the player characters sitting in a wheelchair. He has backstory. He got hit with a dim mock and lost the use of his legs, and he used to be an assassin, but now he's bitter, and he secretly hates Vega, and Vega secretly hates him. But none of this comes into play in the scenario. He's just a mysterious guy in a wheelchair who sits there and does nothing. And he continues to do nothing, but his biggest moment of doing nothing, his moment in the spotlight doing nothing, is in this scene, the prisoner transfer. Once the player characters have escaped or defeated Diablo, escaped or defeated Vega's ninja pursuers, and made their way back to the place in the village where Barachi is to be transferred, quote, After the characters battle with Diablo, Vega will have immediately returned to Barcelona, leaving the matter of Barachi into Aragon's hands. It notes that if Diablo got free during the fight, Vega will instead be chasing down Diablo and will single-handedly take him down. No word on whether he finally breaks down and kills the bull himself or just grudgingly drags it back to the pasture to escape again someday. We'll never know. But the point is, one way or another, Vega arranges to be gone when the prisoner transfer is done. So let's return to the landing pad in Santa Toro. Quote, The plane is a hover jet using special technology designed by bison scientists. It will lower itself from the sky and land for five minutes. Two Shadowloo thugs will exit the plane and walk towards D'Aragon. Barachi is bound and held by two ninja. All the other ninja are combing the woods for the team. Hmm, convenient. The thugs will take Barachi, board the plane, and then take off again, heading for the Gulf of Thailand and Riganka, headquarters of Shadaloo. That is, that's what they'll do unless our heroes, the Street Fighters, interfere. The Street Fighters have a chance to rescue Barachi here, and after fighting literally infinite ninjas in an earlier scene, notice that there are only two ninjas here. Two ninjas, two goons who Bison sent, there's nothing Vega can do about that, and Felipe d'Aragon, a man with virtually no backup, secretly hated by Vega, who has been put in charge of this vital prisoner transfer, while Vega has skipped town and has directed his countless ninja minions to go look around in the woods or whatever. Up to now, the point of including Felipe de Aragon, who is constantly referred to as though we're supposed to know about and care about him in this adventure, it's been a mystery. 
but now we can recognize it as a secret. The secret role of Felipe de Aragon is as a fall guy. Vega has left him in charge to take the blame when Barachi is rescued, which is exactly what Vega wants, but can't afford to be held responsible for. If you think about it, it's a beautiful masterstroke. If this all goes off without a hitch, Bison's wrath will be aimed at de Aragon. De Aragon will be pissed at the street fighters. The street fighters, who unwittingly did all this dirty work for Vega, will have earned the ire of both M. Bison and de Aragon, and presumably won't live long after this. Or if they do, they won't be Vega's problem. Bison doesn't get his diplomat. Ninja training camp is free from the menace of escape artist bulls, and all is right in Vega's world. So that's the secret for today, and it's pretty simple. So in closing, uh, let me suggest a little storyteller option for anyone who, who chooses to run this adventure and sees all the connections that I'm drawing here, all these characters and all their little rivalries that are barely going to rise to the level of player character notice, if at all. If you do have perceptive player characters who do notice these things going on, I think maybe there's a secret ending to this scenario. I think there's a, a secret win condition. I think maybe there's a possibility, given the high stakes here, the quickly evolving situation, that the player characters may be able to kind of uh, parent trap some of these NPCs and patch up some of these relationships, because that's what's at the heart of this. This isn't about international politics. All of this is because Vega hates D'Aragon, D'Aragon hates Vega, Vega hates Bison, Bison hates Vega, Vega hates Diablo, Diablo hates everyone. And any pair of these characters could be brought together in this moment where all of their lives are intersecting. And maybe with the catalyst of a sensitive street fighter with good social attributes, which they have not been able to use for the rest of this adventure, since all NPCs do exactly one thing no matter what you say and then vanish before you can ask questions, maybe that street fighter could patch things up. Maybe they could even put an end to the rib campaign between Bison and Vega. If Bison had to come here himself to get Barachi, like maybe if his goons were defeated and his plane were destroyed, but Barachi remained in Santa Toro, then, you know, the next person up the hierarchy from Vega is Bison. Bison would have to come and handle this himself. And Vega would have to be here to greet Bison. You don't leave a lieutenant for that. And if in that scenario, Diablo got loose, Bison would see that he'd gone too far with the prank. Vega would appreciate Bison's help in protecting the training camp. They'd have a chance to work together. The only downside here is that the common ground they would probably find is in uh, killing the player characters. But honestly, who are they? Aren't Vega and Bison the real protagonists of this story? They're the ones I'm rooting for. And I'm, I'm being a little bit facetious and a little bit fanciful here, but honestly, kind of what I'm riffing on is the fact that Felipe de Aragon has a central place in the climactic scene here, and he has complex motivations that the player characters have no reason to know about, but that are nonetheless present. So if the player characters get it into their heads to talk to de Aragon and figure out this situation behind the scenes, this NPC who has dropped into this scenario for seemingly no reason could end up uh, dragging things way off the rails, uh, which is probably not what the designer intended but would be a lot of fun. After a pretty railroady adventure, forcibly giving this scenario an alternate ending would just feel really good. Speaking of the ending of this scenario, we're just about there. Join me next time as Tourist Trap concludes on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, 
or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power.